Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Thrilled to be back with you again on Facebook Live twice in one day. Seriously, haven't you had enough of me this morning at 5.55 and four hours of the show? Now this? Anyway, there's never enough time in the day to talk about everything we got to talk about. Um, it was interesting. Somebody, uh, somebody brought up, I loved it, a caller at the end of the show asked, where is Jack? I think it's a, uh, a really smart question, right? Where is Jack Cittarelli, the Republican candidate for governor, when we are literally sinking like a broken ship with a gash in the side. I mean, it's, it's so bad when you talk about what's going on with small business, when you talk about now, hey, Crystal Lee, good to see you. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Pamela, thanks. Um, now you're talking about masks on children. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Santa Marie. How you doing? Good to see you. Um, masks on kids under the age of five. I mean, it's just... It, Look, I, I almost feel like you can't get mad about it anymore. It's so ridiculous. And I will say this to you, and I'm being very straight with you. We had this conversation earlier. I, look, I love New Jersey, and we moved to Princeton. If you don't know the story, I moved to Princeton in, let's see, two th well, we bought the house in 2003, at the end of 2003, and I actually moved in 2004, three days before I was legal to, um, uh, yes, Cittarelli is a rhino, for sure, of course. He's not even a rhino. I don't know what the hell Cittarelli is. But we moved in 2004, three days before I had to register so I could vote for myself in the primary running for Congress. And I learned a lot in that race. You know, it was a Democratic district. I was uh, obviously underfunded. And I, I took a leave from my job. It's what really developed my, my strong relationship and friendship with Jim Weikert and the Weikert family. I worked for Jim Weikert for many, many, many years. Uh, I think when I left, I was almost at 14 years. And, uh, and I'm still a broker with, uh, with them in uh, Massachusetts and Washington State, believe it or not. So uh, why do I share this? Because I, I love New Jersey. I've lived in five different counties. I, I am born and raised here. Uh, I left for a while. I lived in Massachusetts, lived in Washington. But my wife and I made a proactive decision to come back to New Jersey. And she's not from here. My wife is from Rhode Island and loves New England and for years wanted us to move north to New England. And for 10 minutes, we thought about it. And I'm glad I stayed. And here I am. But I'm going to be very honest with you. If I had young kids in school and we had school administrators and superintendents who were making a quarter million dollars a year, 150000 a year, whatever it is, they're doing well, and they're forcing your three, four, five, six, seven-year-olds to wear a mask all day, and they're hiding behind, well, it's, it's the law, it's my job, I, I, it's the order, I'd be out of here. I'd be out of here. Texas and Florida. You know, like we moved to Princeton. I was running for Congress, but we picked Princeton out of all the areas in the 12th district uh, at the time because of the school system. Can you say that of Jersey schools today when half of it's remote and most of it is now uh, mask policy and, and uh, focusing on whether or not kids should get the jab? I mean, how, what a disgrace Big Pharma has become. They're now telling you that it's safe to give a kid a third of a dose at five and six years old. It's disgusting. You know a five and six year old, they're not going to die from COVID, right? We lost zero kids in Sweden, zero to 15. One high school kid in Georgia. And you want to guess how many comorbidities that poor kid had? I mean, it, it, it defies logic. And no, Guy, I will not stop fighting for you. My point is this, that I am here to stay. And much to the chagrin of the Republican Party, um, you know, and our new organization, I will tell you, we are on, we are outpacing most of the regular organizations with our fundraising with commonsenseclub.org. 
because people want something different. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be a candidate. I had a, a dinner last night and and uh, the conversation keeps coming up. You know, when are you going to run? Are you going to run for governor? What are you going to do? I, I don't know. My answer is I truly don't know. Here's what I do know. I do know that if Jack Cittarelli somehow, um, by some miracle, defeats Murphy, someone's going to need to hold him accountable. And that's why we are... That's why we launched commonsenseclub.org. If Murphy wins, we have four years to get a real candidate in there who won't sell us out and won't be weak. Cherelli's weak. I mean, he's, he's not going to be, you know, he may reverse this ridiculousness of the four-year-olds wearing masks, but he's certainly not going to do anything about the forced vaccines at the, um, at the level of employment because he's going to hide behind private business like all of these fakers out there, these false prophets, all these people that act like, um, you know, we stand up for small business and small enterprise and it's up to them. Guys, no, it's not. Capitalism is not meant to be abusive at the level that you can uh, cry about your private rights and then hurt people. Somebody called at the end of the show today and they said, why are you comparing um, teachers forcing the masks on kids as child abuse? Well, it's because it is child abuse. That's why. What else would you call forcing a child against their will to mask their emotions, to hide their face, to be uh, uh, trapped behind a bacteria-ridden, fungus-filled Petri dish? What would you call that? And, and if they speak out against it, they get punished or sent home or thrown out of school. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is child abuse. And if you are a teacher out there enforcing it, you are an abuser. We are like stuck in this uh, pattern of abuse with our government. And I feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's literally, uh, we are the battered spouse. And, you know, like, like you hear the stories, the horror stories of a husband who, who beats up his wife and the wife is afraid to press charges. And how many of you have heard stories like this over and over again? You know, the wife gets punched in the face and, and claims that she fell down the stairs. Oh, it was my fault. I shouldn't have antagonized him. You hear all this. That's what New Jersey sounds like today. New Jersey sounds like a battered wife. Now, that's a harsh example, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying it. But I'm going to say it because it's true, that government is abusing us, and they're beating us up, and they're acting like it's our fault, that it's your fault that you're not vaccinated, despite the fact that the real super spreaders are the vaccinated. We've seen that in Israel. We've seen that in the UK. We know it's true. The vaccine in Israel has a 39% uh, efficacy rate, 39%. 39%. Should I say it again? 39%. And most of the new hospitalizations are people that have both jabs. And Israel is a good example because they are a controlled group because they only took the Pfizer shot. So we already know that young boys are more likely, more likely to get myocarditis and have adverse effects from the shot than they are ever to be hospitalized or hurt by COVID. So think about this. So back to the example, the governor is like an abusive husband who punches his wife in the face and breaks her jaw. And the wife doesn't press charges because she's been convinced that somehow it's her fault. Somehow her actions caused this. This is the most dangerous time that I've witnessed. I'm 52 years old. I'll be 53 in March. And yeah, I know I look older with this, right? But, but the point is that if we 
if we continue to take the abuse without punching back, eventually it doesn't end well for anyone. And what's happening in New Jersey is a lot of people have decided not to take the abuse. They're going to Texas and Tennessee and Florida. How many people do you know right now that have an exit plan within five years? So here's what I'm asking you. It's very simple. I'm asking you three things. Number one, number one, this is the most important. Teach your children to resist. This is tyranny. I get in trouble all the time at work for my historical examples, mainly because I'm one of the few people that actually took the time to read and understand history. The corporate bureaucrats don't take the time to do that. They live in the moment. That's on them. Forget them. What's important is you teach the real history. And the real history is this, that if you are teaching your children the workaround to be happy about the mask and the shot and the abuse and the lockdowns and all of this, then you'll never get out of it. You need to teach your kids, even if they've been forced to take the vax because they're not ready to drop out of college, I get it. You are a nurse, you have to keep your job. You had to take the vax, I get it. I pray you just don't have any side effects. Uh, you're dropping your kid off this morning at daycare. What are you gonna do? They're on the bus, they got it. they're wearing a mask, I get it. It's okay as long as you teach your child to resist and say, this is not right, this is evil. This is government enforcing their will with no logic, with no science, with no facts. It's arbitrary government power to keep you scared. If you can teach your children that, you've already won. You've already won. Because remember, the most powerful army in the world cannot stop an idea whose time has come. And the idea today is we have to restore American freedom. And it starts in New Jersey. Now, number two, what's the second thing you can do? Second thing you can do is join me at commonsenseclub.org. I started this organization in order to promote the ideas that will either A, hold the new governor Cittarelli accountable, or B, hold Murphy's feet to the fire. Because the idea of freedom, the idea of liberty, these are ideas that are not going away. The third thing, so, so number one, teach your children to resist. Teach them that what they're experiencing now is tyranny, it's evil, it's wrong. And yes, teachers, if you're for enforcing the masks, you are an abuser. So deal with it. Deal with it. I don't care if you're mad at me. Deal with it. Teach your kids. Join me, commonsenseclub.org. And three, stay in New Jersey. Stay here, guys. And don't get mad at the station when you hear some biased garbage news report. That's why I'm here. I, I got so many tweets today. So many of you were angry about Eric Scott's report on this crackpot psychologist. No, I was happy he was playing this guy because we need to hear what the evil on the other side is saying and doing. Stay with me. Check back on the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Every day, I write two posts every day. I'm always here for you. We will fight this together. We will stick together. We will win together. But you've got to teach your kids to resist. You've got to join me in this mission. And you've got to dig in and hang with me and tough it out. We can do it. We can do it together. All right. Have a great rest of your day. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, you know all my social media. Find me on a, uh, multiple platforms because, quite honestly, uh, it's only a matter of time. I got my third warning on Instagram today. I <laughs> there was a somebody posted a picture of Murphy in this this absurd mask mandate on children, and I just put in the comment, "Fight the bastard." Well, apparently that got flagged. So it's only a, uh, a matter of time before Instagram bounces me out, before this platform is not available. But don't worry, I'm up on Rumble. I've, got, I've literally got a dozen different sites. I'm on TikTok. Yep, it happened. 
through Common Sense Club. I don't even know the handle yet, but I think it's Zennials. I've got a, I, I, I hired a, a, a young person who's a, a student at Penn State to run it. And she said the kids her age are calling themselves Zennials. Anyway, what the hell do I know? But I ran with it, so I think it's Zennial Common Sense, something like that on TikTok. But um, anyway, the idea is that we're fighting together, right? We're here. I will, David. It's all of my podcasts go up on Rumble because I got banned from YouTube. So don't worry, more to come. You guys are the best. Thanks for hanging with me today. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 6.